and welcome to Hit the Bricks. Mm. Everything that's interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. That was the coffee pause. Right? Yeah. So if you're just listening to us, I took a sip of coffee, uh, which is appropriate. And if, and if you're not watching us, I'm the only one without a coffee cup or saucer. Mm. But the chocolate milk is awesome here. Yeah. <laughs> we are on location today. Uh, the, the second level of Hoboken Coffee Roasters. If you haven't been to Hoboken in a while, who hasn't? Right, exactly. Everybody has been here. But if for some reason you are the one weirdo who hasn't <laughs> been here in a while, um, Trey, uh, tell us what's going on in this area that we're sitting in right now. Yeah, this is our, I call it our production facility. Mm. Roasting, that sounds, roasting room. That's yeah. strong. <laughs> Sound effects. Yeah. yeah, so we were able to open up about a, a thousand more square feet uh, in the, the building that we're currently in. And uh, we moved the roaster up here. Uh, green coffee storage, packaging tables, uh, dry goods storage. So uh, it's wild how much room you need for storage when you start a small business. And ironically enough, when we opened, we didn't even have a like a broom closet. There was there was no. <laughs> I don't know how, what we did those first few years, and and slowly over the years we've kind of like pushed things, moved walls a little bit, and, and gained a little bit more uh, back room until finally we we really got the back. This is like the the biggest back room I ever imagined. Was uh, was it busy enough when you first started? And chaotic enough that that's actually a true statement that you don't remember how you did some things. Does it seem like a blur? Uh, no, I remember. I just uh, don't want to say okay. where I put things. <laughs> People are listening. Right. Yeah. Uh, meaning, like it probably wasn't. Uh, you know, it just wasn't ideal. Uh, it was. You know, I, I'd stash stuff on top of the bathroom ceiling. You know, just just cups like stacked everywhere. Just didn't look very nice. Mm. And the, I, I got to visit with you a week or two ago about the expansion here. And one of the cool things is the able to little training area. Yeah. So you can kind of learn up here before you go down to the to the main floor. Yeah. So really, all we did up here, we pretty much tore out everything that was in here. But we did the only thing we built was a, a bar. So we built a, a bar with the intentions of you know stocking with all the equipment that we would need, espresso machine grinders. Uh, so when we have new hires, uh, we can train them, kind of like in a lab. Versus like in live action, which is really hard to train somebody when you have like a normal workflow, customers coming in, ordering drinks. Uh, and so we're not, we're not there yet. We don't have all the equipment we need yeah. on this, uh, this new lab bar, uh, but eventually we will. So yeah. it's kind of like, I was just like planning down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for having us here in the production wing yes. of the Hoboken Empire. Uh, one yes. more question on Hoboken. <laughs> I, I, and I, I was with someone last week because we met here and we, we went over some documents, but every time I come in here, I don't know anybody. <laughs> and and I was explained to me that people come from all over just to come in to have coffee. Yeah. Is that common? Like that would be is it it'd be like me going to Stillwater to a coffee right? shop yeah. and just doing my business there. Is yeah. that is that no, am so I coming the old guy and don't know the no. young stuff? What's going on here? There, Tell are, me. there are literally people that drive down from Stillwater multiple times a week just to like hang out here for a couple hours and do some work and have a coffee. Like they just it's like a change of pace for them. Okay, um, it's just close enough where it's you know it's worth the drive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean it, that's a, that's surprising to me. Uh, of course, we have people that that will come from 
all over just to see it one time. But the people that are like, I, I, I come a couple times a week just yeah. just because this is where I want to get my coffee. That's that's really neat. It really is, and that's a compliment as well. So. Well, thank you. Okay, Justin, back to you. <laughs> back to me. Um, like one of the one of the cool things that's been going on uh, here at Hoboken for like a year now, or maybe even longer. Maybe um, more. Yeah. yeah the, the Tiny Town Concert Series. Uh, it's been uh, 12 episodes yep. now, and uh, it's uh, it's been one of the cool things just to kind of watch that happen over this last year. Um, the newest episode you posted this morning. Yep. Um, and we can talk a little bit about that episode in a bit, but Trey, do you want to talk about how that series kind of like how it came to be? Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty simple, straightforward story. I just had a, a moment while I was browsing YouTube, watching videos, and uh, you know, came across a, a tiny desk. Uh, episode. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, it's NPR's uh, you know musical series that started about 10 years ago. I actually think there was a a little write-up about 10 years of Tiny Desk concerts. Anyway, uh, it was someone's idea to just bring in a, a musician and have them play right in their the offices of uh, the NPR. Bob Boylan. Yes. Yeah, that's who it is. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. And uh, and then it just kind of like. It was just lightning in a bottle type of deal where you know it started out and they just low-level probably regional artists and uh, it people connected with it and they kept putting them together and before you know it I mean now they have the biggest acts in the world come through oh, yeah. and play in this tiny little office so I was I was watching one of those I've been watching them for a long time because they're fascinating little live bits of, of musical uh, they're, they're wonderful and, Taylor Swift did one like last month. Yes. Here? Oh, Not here. No. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the tiny. You would have known desk. about that. You better let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, they're so big, even Taylor Swift does stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, which people might have an opinion one way or another about that. Sure. Sure. Um, so you had, you had mentioned to me like um, before the, these concert videos started a while back. You mentioned the idea of trying to do something. Then I think we both kind of just forgot about it for a while. Yeah. Then we re revisited that, and uh, just the idea of you have a great space here. Um, it's super photogenic, and, and I think it just makes people comfortable just to hang out here and for the musicians to come in and play for these concert series. Um, uh, Clark, uh, I don't think I've said your name yet in this conversation. <laughs> well, Clark Underwood, welcome to the show. Thank you, glad to be here. <laughs> Um, so from like from the side of like shooting something here in the coffee shop. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. You're the producing guy. You're the one who puts all this together. I shoot the video. I edit it. We record. That's it what I'm here. talking about. Yeah. That's big time <laughs> stuff. That's you. Yeah. Awesome. This could be a fun podcast. <laughs> He's like, who is this guy? Yeah. He's the whole time. Wow, you do a good job, man. So, so, so back up real quick though. Uh, I was I was watching the the NPR version and I asked Justin because Justin's a musician. And he, he knows the music world very well. I said, Kid, how hard is this? Like, this looks like point and shoot. You bring somebody in, they play music. Like, we can do this, right? And he was like, Yeah, I think we, think we could do it. Uh, of course, like, I couldn't do it by myself. And, and honestly, like, Justin and I together maybe could have pulled off a, a kind of low level version of it. But 
but Clark was was clutch and, and and we knew Clark and I knew that he was doing awesome video work and uh, he's kind of the secret sauce so Absolutely. well that was that was your first version was you called me and said Clark I got this camera from your father-in-law uh -huh. and you said I've been playing with it and I've got this idea I know that I can film it but I don't want to edit it or don't have the time or the capacity would you do it and you explain the whole idea and that piqued my interest I said well that sounds like something I would like to be involved in let's see if we can make an arrangement figure things out to where I can help film it and we can really put it all together and get it done without having to patch it all different ways because I said I know we can do it yeah and 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 the other way that you Clark really helped us out was like you know someone of his skill set would cost thousands and thousands of dollars to put together something like this and and he would had you had just rebranded I think yeah. like your company mm -hmm. was um, rebranded and you wanted to kind of get that name out there so we so then we had this idea to bring the city in and and Hoboken and then the artists and then uh, Clark's company and and kind of use all of those brands to to push this thing out there and I think that's what that's what was really cool about it is you know, it's the, the combination of everybody's skill set coming together. Mm. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to. That was that was the, yes. the brainchild moment. <laughs> <laughs> so Clark, had you had you shot like music like before? Yes, yeah. actually, oddly enough, one of the ones that we filmed, uh, Justin Jocelyn, we mm. shot one here. I had done a tiny desk concert for him because they run a contest like maybe yeah, yeah. annually to where you can do your own and submit it oh yeah and then if you know the winner gets featured and does a real deal tiny desk concert so we had filmed one with him and it turned out really good so I knew that I liked the like speed and the environment and the kind of like idea of capturing the music raw in a mm. in an environment that isn't you know um, like super prefabricated, totally. you know, like not a music video, but not a like a Vivo live performance kind of thing. So mm. yeah, but th I think just that you guys done twelve, and I, I know how you guys are. You're professionals. You have twelve, but you try to do something different in each video, just to make give it unique feel yeah. look to it. I think the uniqueness. We kind of have a formula. The 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 intro and the outro is kind of where we right. try and let the the artist's character or candor come through mm -hmm. and then the the actual performance part is typically the same i mean we've changed locations mm -hmm. and the but the filming style is kind of the same but that opening conversation you know we'll pull different lines right. or if they've got some unique equipment we'll have show them setting it up and kind mm -hmm. of show the showcase the uniqueness there. Yeah, I think my favorite part in every video is watching the musician open up their instrument case. Yeah, yeah. And, and Clark is always like, oh, he like, when they start doing that, he's like, let me get up and he gets his camera set up. And then when it's all pieced together, it's it's such a cool moment every time. Like, before we started, you were talking about, one of you were talking about Tim, Tim Easton, and how he, like, he walked in, like opened his guitar, he's just like, ready to, to play a song. And so, uh, it's fun to watch you, like, as soon as like, they come in, you're trying to, like, grab it, like, you know, a shot of whatever they're doing, because, like, like, with Tim, he's instantly, like, saying something that you're like, oh, I gotta record what he's talking about. Cause he had some kind of great story about Woody Guthrie and a sticker or something, I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, he instantly started, like, giving you, like, sound bites. You're like, oh, we have to, we have to record this. Yeah, and that's one thing that's fun is it's not, formulaic in the sense of like hey we need this shot for the video it's like we really are just trying to get everything that's happening and see how it comes yeah. together so yeah and it happens 
and we get him knocked down like 30 minutes. I think one of my other favorite stories was Bo Jennings, I think. Uh, and actually, I wasn't even here for Bo Jennings. That was, we recorded that the morning that my uh, youngest daughter was born. So uh, I heard this after the fact, but he showed up, um, played it one time, and then goes, well, I gotta go to work. And he took off in his car and he drove to Oklahoma City and went to work. Like, I mean, I think every video that we've, we've made has happened in one take. Well, did they yeah. play the song? And, and that's it, we got yeah, it. Yeah, finished and he was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do any better than that. Let's just <laughs> well, and you said it took 30 minutes to do that. Here's the real question. When the real work happens, how long does it take you to put all that together uh, into a final piece that you like? Because this is the easy part talking here. Because <laughs> yes. here after we get done talking, Aaron's gotta go and produce all this together. So exactly. how long, uh, a little 30 minute deal, how long does that take to edit? Yeah, it's hard to say because some of them will shoot two in, a, in one morning, artists, yeah. yeah, which makes it a little helpful because once you sit down and you're doing it all, you can kind of get yeah. in a flow, but yeah. I mean, it probably takes a work day to get it done. Yeah. It's probably an eight hour deal, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I believe it, it's yeah. good stuff, it's good stuff. <laughs> and that's with already having, you know, the intro text designed right. and the, the ends, kind text. of the, yeah, the whole yeah. things know how it goes. The first one took, you know, a long time to figure out what we were gonna go with. You did a good job, I appreciate that. Like shooting, uh, shooting a like a live musical performance versus like anything else you do. What's like from your side of things? What's different? Like obviously there's music involved, but um, you know what is challenging about that as opposed to like a commercial for somebody or right. Well, I think it, it's there's there's sort of a balance to it of like we want these to feel like um, they're performing for the audience. So we film pretty close, like we're really close. It feels intimate. A lot of times the shots that like Trey loves of like them pulling their instruments out is like they weren't set up. We just, that's just something I keep on mind of like I want to get that. So it really is like they're unfolding their gear to play for you, you know? And so to keep in mind that like a lot of times we, that it is a one take deal, you know? So there is some pressure of like, if I fumble on the camera work or like we kick the mic stand or whatever, it's like, oh no, the magic, the magic has died, you know? So there is that pressure of we want to like get the true raw live performance. So that's a little bit different than shooting like a commercial or shooting a uh, information piece or an educational piece. You can shoot stuff over and over and over until you get the take you like. Yeah. But I think in this situation it's reversed because the take we want to like is the like most natural one. Yeah. They feel so intimate that I get messages all the time um, from our social media accounts. People will say, how, how, I wanted to, to be at that concert. How come you didn't tell me that that was going to happen? And it, it, they're called Tiny Town Concerts, but really like we don't, we don't promote it as a concert because it's, it, we've realized it's way too complicated to figure out, you know, like it's going to happen at this time. All these people are here, you know, because you got to have it fairly quiet. So we just kind of like let the cafe, like right before we start, we'll say, hey, you know, we're going to film this. Here's the artist. And then they, and the few people that happen to be in the room, they get to, yeah. they, to witness it. But otherwise, it's not like a, a promoted concert. But when you, when you watch it, on a computer screen or, or wherever, it feels like they're playing yeah. the show for you. That's what feels really neat. Um, I think it is really cool too for the people who just happen to be there mm -hmm. during, like they, they've come in for just a cup of coffee and all of a sudden they're watching uh, this weird mixture of a small concert and a video shoot and it's just like, oh, 
this is delightful. I'm gonna sit here and drink my coffee. Yeah, while this absolutely. Is really cool it's things like, happening in front of me. It's like the whole coffee shop is behind the scenes on a, on a set. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and at first, people were kind of like not sure whether to clap or not. And like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just come in and clap. This uh -huh. is, you know. And a couple of, a couple of the, the shoots, like Wood Willow specifically, like, after they got finished, they were like, we're here. They couldn't let's help just, it. Yeah, like, let's, let's just keep oh, playing yeah. the they, song. They had to play more <laughs> yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah. I think they have kind of like that DNA of like, I'm here, I have an like, instrument out, we have to just keep playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was so, fun. Well, they had that, yeah. that mentality of like, that was one song, we're warmed up, we can't, right. we can't stop now, <laughs> we've got to actually use these things. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you've done 12 or so, so you, do you keep going with the same format? Are you maybe looking to tweak it, or is there a new brand idea coming down the line, or is it just, it is what it is, it's good, don't mess with it? Yeah, I, that's a good question. Um, I think we're, we're always talking about new things and I think really the artists are what bring the yeah. you know the the flavor in terms of making things feel new and exciting but you know if you look back at 10 years of Tiny Desk concerts the only thing that's changed there is like the video quality's gotten better just because yeah. you know cameras, cameras, are, cameras are better 10 years yeah. later but I think that's what's so neat about it is like it's just that's where they play they say go and, and yeah so um, you know the biggest change that we made was once we opened this space up and the roaster used to be down there, and we always recorded in front of the roaster. And we moved the roaster here, like, well, maybe we should keep recording in front of the roaster. So we, we have moved the setting, and I think we're trying to figure out still exactly how to use this room to its full potential. But otherwise, I think um, I think we're just going to let the artists uh, come in and, and and wow us with yeah. new stuff. <clears throat> and that's what Justin. That's another thing that Justin's great at is he's so uh, in tuned with uh, the local artist scene that. Uh, he, he, he picks these people um, and he knows when they're, they've got new albums coming out or whatever. Yeah. So they're, they're ready to get, get some content out there. And um, everybody that we've had has just been so wonderful to work with. Yeah, That's one thing that's been really cool about this project is I know to the artists it's been super beneficial too. Because like getting a free promo video for you have an album oh, coming out yeah. or a concert coming yeah. up. Like I know that, that the artists have expressed that like, wow, it's cool that you know, the city and the Hoboken and everybody came together to make this happen and I'm benefiting. Absolutely, yeah. they are. So, if for artists that never seen the type, where can they find these concerts at? Yeah, that's a great question. You wanna? Uh, well, you archive them on your YouTube page. Mm -hmm. You can go back and watch all of them there. Um, the newest episode, which you posted this morning, this is, we're recording on Wednesday, um, was uh, a, a band from Brooklyn. Like most of the artists have been Oklahoma artists. Mm -hmm. um, we've had a couple now that were like touring folks. Tim Easton was the first, and then, but um, uh, today's episode, which was of a band called The Bergamot from Brooklyn, uh, they were touring through, and it was a little bit unique because they shot their video that afternoon, and they played a concert here that night. Mm -hmm. That was the first like video right yeah yeah so that was like a kind of a unique deal and um yeah that was that was fun that was really exciting I, you know to for them to reach out and say hey we're we've seen what you've done and we think these are really neat wow. we're, we're coming through uh i had never heard of them and i so i text justin i was like what do you think about this band uh you know they're from brooklyn and he's like well new york I mean, yeah <laughs> so uh you know but we we, we uh, dug into you know stuff that put out and they, they were fantastic so so we booked them and then we also did a um i think it's like the first time i've done a ticketed concert so i like pre-sold tickets for uh 
for a show that they performed after we recorded uh, the video. And it was great. It was it allowed us to, to pay the band, uh, and then they were able to you know continue their tour. So I think that was a, a big piece of what we were wanting to accomplish with this whole concept. Is like we want to showcase that there's so many great musicians in Guthrie uh, around Oklahoma, but that this is, this could be a, like Guthrie can be a hub for oh, yeah. touring artists and for for great musicians to live or to come through here um, to make music and, and share all that and. And, and that was kind of like the, the, the fruition of, of all that. So, mm -hmm. Man, a band from New York, they, they stopped in Guthrie and, and played a show. So my, my dream is to, you know, have uh, one of my favorite artists happen to catch wind of it and, and want to stop through. So. No pressure, Justin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and, wa and watch that newest episode with the, the Bergamot. And then after that, we'll talk some more. Hey, we're the Bergamot. We are in from Brooklyn, New York. We're currently on our West Coast tour promoting our brand new album, Mayflies. We're so excited to be here in Guthrie. And uh, this song we're about to perform is a song called LA. And uh, there's very few songs. Uh, there's a lot of songs about heading out west and very few about leaving. And so that is exactly what this song is about. Thank you. 
song uh, L.A. So, They're from Brooklyn and they sung about L.A. Correct. Yeah. Got Didn't it. they lived in L.A. and left L.A. back yeah. and forth, that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, they had yeah. a lot going on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that was a, another, like, that was the first time, I think, that we've recorded a trio. Yeah. Right? Yes. I think. Um, we've done duos. I think you're right. Yeah. So that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a little bit of a challenge, too, like, audio-wise, because, like, we're we're a pretty minimalist setup yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah. We've got our two microphones. Yeah, making sure yeah. we get everybody in the stuff and it's yeah. And we did some experimentation on that on that one, the one we just watched, I guess. Mm. We stuck a microphone inside of his guitar. Mm. And that's the audio I ended up using for his guitar. So it all it ended up being really nice and balanced out, but that was a total Hail Mary of like, oh, we want the harmonica, we want the guitar, we've got a tambourine, we've got a drum, we've got people singing like just capture it as many ways as right, we can right. and then yeah piece it, it together uh -huh. it really is a miracle that we've maintained like the efficiency of each of these episodes like people like an artist shows up we get it done and then they're free to go about their business but at the same time we haven't screwed anything up yeah. <laughs> right, like quality <laughs> has stayed good right yeah. right it's, uh, yeah flying by the seat of our pants mm -hmm. a little bit sometimes um you're talking about uh you know the dream of having, you know, one of your favorite bands is, like, I know you love Wilco. Mm -hmm. the, in, oh, we were talking about like technology earlier. They did, I think it was Wilco that did a tiny desk not, somewhat recently, and they shot it in with like uh, like 360 video cameras oh, yeah. to where you can like pan around and look at the audience there at the NPR headquarters. You got Which, that? Is that on deck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Coming up. Come be next time. Uh, it was a total trip to do that, and like you, it felt almost like I, I felt like I was doing something bad. You felt like you were breaking the rules because yeah, you didn't know what was back there. I for can 10 see years. like the whole like I'm like the room's bigger than I thought it was. And, yeah, uh, cheating. <laughs> Um, going back to even like the, the name of this the tiny town, obviously it's kind of like you know a, a tip of the hat to Tiny Desk, but at the same time, you know, Guthrie is a small town that uh, we've talked about this a bunch like a small place that ends up packing a lot of like interesting stuff into a uh, you know a tight, compact we, we punch above our weight a lot, yep. and so um, talk a little bit about how like. I don't know, the video series is kind of like symbolic of that a little bit. That's it. You feel like that way, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. And I, I think it just, you look at the, the calendar uh, for the year in, in Guthrie, and you've got uh, just incredible events all year, uh, the Bluegrass Festival. Um, there's, there's house shows that happen in Guthrie all the time. Um, there's just so many different venues mm -hmm. that, um, <clears throat> man, 
when when somebody has an idea like, hey, I'm going to use this space and we're going to we're going to have a show. I, I knew a kid, um, uh, Gage Evans, that uh, used to barista at Cafe Invoke, and uh, he was maybe 20 years old, and he just kind of had the bug to promote concerts, and he started doing them in Guthrie because there was there were so many incredible venues to do them, and he hosted like at least three uh, ticketed shows. Um, and, and would fill up rooms and, mm -hmm. and, and have these like regional touring artists come through. So I think that, again, there, there are incredible uh, artistic things happening in Guthrie all the time, but I think there's uh, a tremendous amount of potential for, for even more. Yeah. And that's what's so powerful about video is uh, you capture it one time and it lives on forever. People yeah. see it and they go, man, look what's happening in Guthrie. Yeah. And I think Guthrie is culture conscious. Because when I when we were on the phone that first conversation, I said, "Why are you wanting to do that? Like you're a coffee shop. Why are you wanting?" And you said, "Oh, I want to push culture. I want to show people art. I want to capture art in yes. our space." And I thought, "Oh, okay. I like that." <laughs> yes. And like, with it being kind of a metaphor for Guthrie, like, I like how it's this comfortable setting um, for both like the the artists and the people hanging out in your cafe. And it's just this nice, relaxed thing, which is Guthrie, but it also has, like, you know, it's promoting art. It's giving a, like, a, a, a context for people to kind of, like, share what they do artistically, which is Guthrie. And so, yeah, activity plus that atmosphere um, plus art, and that's, it's kind of like Guthrie in a nutshell yeah, to me. totally. Um, yeah. Good idea, Trey. Done. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's very relaxing. You don't have to... For, you, you, you can allow it come to you instead of just hmm. kind of like focus looking for something it's just uh, there's very little relaxed. pretense yeah. in yeah, Guthrie and <laughs> what we're doing yeah. we have our moments you know, <laughs> um, one thing I ha we haven't mentioned is at uh, a, a certain point last year KOSU came on board to help kind of like prom promoting it a little bit yes so um, thanks to uh, the, the kind folks there at KOSU and the SPY for uh, helping get the, the word out about the tiny desk. Hearing, tiny hearing something that, that you do on the radio, mm. uh, like it's, it's one of those kind of like, uh, I don't know, starstruck moments. Like I can't imagine being an actual artist that has their song on the radio. Mm. Cause just when I hear KOSU, uh, I happen to be in my, my house with the radio on and they're like, tiny town concerts, how, you know, however they promote it. I'm yeah. like, Oh, oh, how cool is that? I love it. I was there. <laughs> it, I, it, it's only happened like a couple times for me in terms of like my, like my music, but I have to admit like I have like videotapes like the radio yes. and like send it to my mom. Yes. <laughs> mom, look at this. Yeah, so they, they bring a level I think of um, not professionalism, but gravity. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. KOSU is behind this, the spy of them. They validate it a second time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, Ryan LaCroix putting that little like you know spot together about tiny town concerts that you hear on the radio, You're like oh that's nice. Yeah, and then yeah. we're capturing the audio and we're sending it to them. So then uh, you know potentially local artists that uh, perform here, uh, they can take that audio and and Ryan can play it uh, on one of his like Oklahoma rock shows or something. Yeah. So and at that, what kind of benefit is it to play somewhere and they capture the audio and send it to a radio station that you already have a like. Yeah, we play these. Exactly. It's, like, yeah. it's pretty cool. So if you know somebody that mm, wants yeah. some tremendous amount of exposure, <laughs> right. contact Justin. Tremendous amount. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. So here's uh, here's to another year of uh, Tiny Town concerts. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Good job. So, yeah. So, Trey, thanks for having us today. Absolutely. Here at um, production headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Clark, thanks for stopping by again. Good to be here. Right on. Clark's company, uh, The Visual mm. Brain. That's if right. you need uh, video. Video production. production. For all your video needs. Do you have like a little tagline that you use for? No. No, okay. Never mind. <laughs> in the, it's in the works. <laughs> cool. <laughs> next time. I will right, we'll see you guys next week on uh, Hit the Bricks. Coming home.